All right, y'all ready? Yep. He's rolled his blunt. <laughs> nice and even. Steady. <laughs> what you, are you, the, are you the, the Martha Stewart of uh, you know <laughs> Rolling Trees, dog? The Sandra Lee? The Sandra, Tre- Sandra Trees, dog? Sandra Trees. She's Sandra it. Trees. That was it. <laughs> I hope we recorded that. <laughs> Uh, Mark it up, that's gold. (laughs) Welcome back to another edition of DEFCON Jive, episode 32. Whoa. Yeah, we're really getting up here in middle age. We're going to start looking at like (laughs) Ferraris and shit to to satiate our uh, midlife crises coming up. Um, You know, we can't run as fast as we used to. Can't keep up with the young boys, but we'll still get them on on the court and uh, hit mad bank shots. Zone defense like a motherfucker. Exactly. Old school moves, dog. Old school moves. Exactly. Hit them with the skyhook and everything. Calf high socks with the stripes, dog. Knee pads and goggles, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and the headband. Don't forget the headband. Please. Profuse perspiration, dog. <laughs> every old head game is marred I don't run by full court no more, dog. It's all profuse esper- That's every old head game. It's like always some old dude, you know what I'm saying, who's wearing like a 1980s tank top with the with the skinny, you know what I'm saying, joints. He's just leaning on you, huh? Every time. Every time. He just always leaning on you, dog, whether That's it's it. offense or defense, dog. <laughs> mad, mad sweaty, dog. Just super sweaty. Right. Like, dog, Before arm slides off his back, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we in between games right now, dog. Why you leaning on me? <laughs> Trying to go to my car right now, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> just sweaty ass at the passenger seat, dog. <laughs> Call it for mad pick plays, dog. <laughs> Yeah, say talking about I'm getting fouled, I'm getting fouled. Right. Calling three seconds, you know what I'm saying? The <laughs> That's where we are right now with this podcast. This podcast is calling three seconds on all the young bulls. Oh man. And we and we doing that forearm shivering the lower back on defense. Yep. <laughs> Straight yep. forearms. As soon as you take off. As soon as you set your feet a little from the jostle you real quick. <laughs> Not the dirty old head, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so that's so bad. I love it. Straight Bruce Bowen on the court all day, son. <laughs> all day. <laughs> Yo, this, is, this is your boy Cannon, aka J. Cole Brown. Mm. I'm out here with my Shanice and my AMC Pacer. And what she got is for my eyes only. I like it. That's all I got. Because it's 32. Oh. It's 32. That's all I got. You're tired, man. That's all I can exactly. give you. What up? It's your boy, Quams, a.k.a. Full Nelson Mandela. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Choke slam in apartheid reincarnate, dog. Yeah. Yes. I fucks with that. It's your man, Boom Dynamite, a.k.a. Captain Dax Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in this game for the ultimate treasure. Oh, your girl's Black Pearl, <laughs> a.k.a. Nordstrom's Dak. We got this dude in the fourth round. Man, you talking about a discount. <laughs> B.K.A. 
Dak Div. <laughs> All you haters can shut up. We're cool kids. <laughs> CKA Dak Main. <laughs> I'm gonna see young nigga night. Young nigga night trying to get to the money. I don't know where I'm at now. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucking RKA. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Freaky Zeke. Just when you thought you tackled me for a loss, I dip on your set. <laughs> Motherfucking LKA. <laughs> what? Crunchy Dad. <laughs> I'm trying to throw for triple six next month. <laughs> <laughs> and do my dance on the sideline so I stay in bounds. Oh man. And lastly, motherfucking ZK. Orange is the new deck. Y'all thought we was gonna lose to Minnesota, but then bitches couldn't lock me up. Oh. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The back. <laughs> That off Dax uh, Fifth <laughs> Avenue, dog. Oh, that's next week, man. That's next week, man. <laughs> Come on, cuz. <laughs> you ain't say nothing about Dak man eating the power pellets there yet. Man, I'm, um, I'm digging deep, dog. Pause. It's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been 11 weeks straight now. I, I, got, I ain't got too much left. Struggling. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Nigga, all, all of my Google searches are purple, dog. I got nothing left. <laughs> 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 you gonna start settling for close approximate <laughs> I gotta no, say that's shit. undoubtedly been the best part of uh, this NFL season is all of Boom's Dak joint I might just have to do like a super cut of all of Boom's Dak yeah aliases. you gotta do that dog. Best, I, think, uh, I think the best joint I think the best joint was that uh that Dacky Harry man trying to throw for 227 man <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might have that might have been a part of it. <laughs> Yo, you did wait, boom for uh for for Halloween you didn't do Daco Lantern. What's up hey. with that? You missed yeah, that one. I'm writing it down. Edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you do deck of all trades yet? <laughs> Can you actually hear me scribbling down? <laughs> <laughs> helping you, helping you out, dog. Yo, Loki, Loki, dog. I'm still, I'm still, you know, what I'm saying, dying over that, uh, that forearm shiver, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's so real, bro. <laughs> and then, and then the, the the best part is the, you know, what I'm saying. The surprise look when you call foul. Like, like, <laughs> what? What? What are you talking about? Foul. I barely touched you. That requisite. Come on, young blood. That's part of the game. <laughs> or, or that. Or that hip check when you take it for a rebound. <laughs> <about to take-off. laughs> I'm not gonna lie, dog. <laughs> look, I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. I may or may not, you know, what I'm saying, have hip check many a many a more athletic guy as he goes past me to the rim, dog. Cause I'm not, you know, what I'm saying, nah, you're not dunking, not today, <laughs> not today. And I'm definitely calling N one on every single little tap. As <laughs> soon as I go up, N one, you, you <laughs> wasn't even shooting. Oh, you was dribbling, N one, N one. I know this is not part of the podcast, but I just want to, you know, go ahead and delve something in there. My old head basketball games. You know, what I'm saying, I find myself 
You know what I'm saying? Although, you know what I mean, I'm a I'm a, I'm a guard, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. By training, I do find myself backing some young guys down. I realize mm-hmm. you're about 125, 135, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to get my uh, you know what I'm saying, my my back down game popping, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to do like, you know, Chris Jackson just real live as <laughs> soon as I as soon as I cross half court, I just turn around cuz you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, you don't even wait for half court, dog. <laughs> you start, you start your post move ninety feet from the basket on the inbound, son. On the inbound. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's mad weird because you know what I'm saying. Like I said, I'm a guard by train, so once I get down there, you know what I'm saying. I do a move or two. I have no clue how to shoot the ball from that close to the basket. The guy on my hips, I'm just like, all right, <laughs> we just gonna kick this thing out. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yo, your inbounds passes are hook shots, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sweeping sky hook stuff. Hey, shout out to the old heads that hoop, you know what I'm saying? And after they won three in a row or so, they sabotaged the game because they oh, tied. That's it. You know yeah, what I'm that's it. No, you, you know I'm what? done. You know what, man? It's just, it's over, man. They got us today, man. The shots were falling. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, boom! That 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 post up move, dog. You post up, and you you just trying to draw the double team, kick it out. That's all you got to do. That's all I got, man. I don't like I said. I'm it's so unfamiliar. You know what I'm saying? I've never been in the position. <laughs> I don't play so with my, my back entire to the career. Basket. Yeah, my entire career. You know what I'm saying? I face up. You know right, I mean? right. Nah, I, I, it's unfamiliar to me. Actually, I'm actually the opposite, dog. Like I'm, I was uh, I was always broader than most people. You know what I'm saying? On the court, mm-hmm. just I don't know the shoulder size or whatever. Uh, so I actually trained with the big, you know what I'm saying? I trained as a big, even though I had the height of a guard. And so <laughs> I got mad Hakeem, you know what I'm saying? The dream moves like that. <laughs> you got the shoulder double, shake, <clears throat> the shoulder shake, that double, that double, you know what I'm saying? Ball, you know what I'm saying? You show it to him and then duck under and slip to the basket. Yo, I got, I can't wait. Uh, I, I, I want. Ten more years to go by, and then I'm just gonna go to the gym <laughs> and just <laughs> and work these work these young dudes out, man. They're gonna be so mad. Like you do the same move every time. <laughs> you stop can't going stop for it, it then, dog. But you can't stop <laughs> hey, it though. Hey, true man, true story, man. Like you know, what I mean, I think I shared this with y'all before. I was up at uh, my local LA Fitness. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. on Tuesdays and Thursday, you know, evenings they have a little joint where they you know pick up games. And it's usually guys at about twenty five and up, you know what I mean, just trying to get a get a run. It's really, 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 really like a fucking like a mixed bag of uh, of talent and ability. So like you'll see guys on there that like you know used to play in college or maybe played overseas, but you also see guys that are you know just trying to get a run at forty five, fifty years old, and they're just trying to you know run and maybe take a jump shot or two. So I was in there pretty religiously, you know what I'm saying? Get my hoop on, get a little light cardio, better than running on the motherfucking treadmill or doing some other bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I see this dude walk in, you know what I'm saying? And I realize he's probably in high school because this nigga had a bag with his number on it and he had the number <laughs> on the back of his shoes. He's playing at the gym. So I'm like, who would do all that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the gym. So, you know, we're playing. It's a pretty good game. Uh, like, we're playing the 16. It's like 11 and 10. This dude uh, comes across cuts into the lane, you know what I'm saying, I'm with him, I'm following, I'm trailing, he catches the ball, does a power dribble, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and, and at this point, you know, like I said, I'm a guard, I don't, I don't normally see too many power dribbles, you know what I'm saying, that's not, that's not, you know, in my area of expertise, 
He power dribbles and takes off with two hands, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> about the yam man joint. Uh-huh. Again, he's a high school kid, probably about, you know, 185, 175. I just catch him, you know what I'm saying, in the air, you know what I mean, off the bear hug, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I politely, you know what I'm saying, place him back on the ground, like with, like, with like, like with his feet. I just like, you know, like put him down on the ground, you know what I'm saying. Right. This dude becomes irate. Nah, fuck that. I'm gonna fight you. You'll butch you. Wooty woo. All this other bullshit. At this point, I turn around and start walking, getting my shit. Cause I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not about to <laughs> it's fight time this to go. I'm too old to be fighting this motherfucking uh, LA fitness. This is the only time in my fucking life I've ever seen somebody, you know, wanting to fight, eager to fight. And literally everybody in the venue was like, nah, man, let it go, man. Let mm-hmm. it go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it was all old heads in the gym. They would have done the exact same thing. It's old man coach. <laughs> Ain't nobody out here trying to shine. Wasn't nobody like, trying like, to drop triple doubles. Nobody trying to yam on nobody. We out here trying to get a little sweat. You know what I'm saying? Right. I just told you, bro. Like, there's no dunking. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, you know, it's not it's not happening. You know? It's not happening when you play me. Like, that's not happening. Like, you're not trying to embarrass anybody out here, dog. Like, no. I got a, I don't know if y'all remember, low-key, back in... <clears throat> Let's see, back at Howard, I don't remember what all-star game it was, but it was the first time I think we saw Tracy McGrady throw the ball off the backboard mm-hmm. in the all-star game in Yammit. Mm-hmm. So this, you know what I'm saying, after college, you know what I'm saying, I'm back in Milwaukee doing some things, and uh, I go to the go to the YMCA, and this dude, local high school star or whatever, right. come in there. He coming in his practice jersey, you know what all, I mean? All, all times. He's like, always rep the squad. <laughs> yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Number four, you know what I'm saying, reversible practice jersey. Apparently, he was the away team today. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he comes in that joint, and he's, you know, he's he's bouncing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know how them dudes come in? <clears throat> Excuse me. You know how them dudes come into the gym? They dribbling in the ball. They taking, like, them bouncing, walking steps. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're getting yeah. their calves limber. And I'm like, no. No, that's not happening today. Like, you know, you you want to go get some calisthenics going. Go do some, you know what I'm saying, calf raises, you know what I'm saying, in the weight room. We're not having that. <clears throat> but this dude comes in, and we're like mid-game. It's like not even It's like not even 3-3. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like somebody just scored. He comes in. <clears throat> he gets a pick. You know what I'm saying? Curls to the hoop. He's got the ball. And he take, you know, he has the ball, you know, his left hand, underhand. And he's oh, throwing God. it. And he's and he's racing it, and I'm like, I know what's about to happen. Like, I know what you're about to try to do. I've seen so this I, movie already. <laughs> I've been a part of this equation before, and it's not about to happen. Uh, and so I slid him that ill hip check. You know what I mean? <laughs> he tosses the ball; it goes off the backboard. He stumbles a little bit to the right, and he's like, "Oh, dog, why are you phing?" You know what I'm saying? Why are you PHing? I'm like, dog, you're not doing this. Like, <laughs> nobody, I don't care, you know what I'm saying? I don't care it's who the you YMCA are. It's the YMCA, you trying to show off for <laughs> Like, there ain't no scouts in here, dog. <laughs> I'm telling you. If there's any scouts in here, it's for Ben Gay commercials, dog. <laughs> like, bro, come on. Like, to all the family in need. <laughs> it, it's, it's straight up for the Propecia commercial, dog. <laughs> it's like, come on, dog. Like, we we out here. It's a bunch of lawyers and chiropractic. You know what I'm saying? Practice practitioners mm-hmm. out here just trying to, like Boom said, trying to get a little workout. Don't come up in here trying to show off. All right, you you got gain, you got gain. That's nice. You know what I'm saying? But don't try and embarrass anybody. All you young bloods out there, don't try and embarrass. Win don't. the game, go home. Cause you don't make. You know what I'm saying? You you you're not gonna get more run like that. You know what I mean? Not not in this why, not in my why. And we and we all got that same story of when we were younger, our dads and uncles and, and godfathers. You you thinking you know you younger you got them and then they get you out on the court and they work you 
Like, I remember one time, me and my friends were out at the court, and my dad, my godfather, uh, they both came out, and they were like, you know, we, we gonna run with y'all, we gonna play y'all, because we was talking big shit, of course, because we, you know, we in high school. So, we get out there, and there was somebody else who my dad knew, and he's like, yeah, he used to play high school ball with us, he, he gonna play with us. And we like, yo, these are old heads. We faster. We doper. We got the crossover moves. We go through our legs, behind our backs, all that. We got them. Yo, they did us up so hard. I think yep. they ended up beating us like 21-7, 21-8. Like, yo, Look, man. like, don't play old heads thinking that you're just going to run game on them. Nah, dog. It's, they, yeah. they, they imparting life lessons, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my step pops used to play for the uh, New Jersey Nets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Real shit. You gotta put off the team for some, you know, some drug abuse. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as he got older, he came. He became, you know, what I'm saying more and more round. You know what I'm saying? That NBA body turned into, you know, what I'm saying that old man dad body. <laughs> and at this point, I'm probably about like seventh, eighth, ninth grade, and um, I'm coming to my, you know, athletic prime. I've never beat this man. <laughs> Moreover, he has beat me consistently <laughs> with the same exact elbow shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, I will say this, that he is 6'6", six, six, you know what I'm saying? And, you know what I mean? You I'm 5'9". Yeah, so. right. But the fact that, you know what I mean, I would be doing all my and one hot sauce, make about a layup or two, mm-hmm. and then they do something called, you know what I mean, play the angles. It got to a point where it didn't matter how fast I was, how high I could jump, I couldn't get to the rack on this dude. <laughs> he would literally have that pursuit angle every time and cut me off. <laughs> At which point, he would go to the elbow jumper and score 16 straight <laughs> religiously. <laughs> it, would, it would be like, you know what I'm saying? I had the ball. I take the joint out. I go up three, bang, bang. Yep. I lose 16 to three. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like if I if I if I were to miss a shot or miss a layup, the game was over for me. That's how it has been. You know what I mean? Religiously. Ball up, young blood. Check that the rock. Fucking check elbow rock. jumper. You know check, what I'm saying? Check ball. Check ball. Check, man. check rock. Check ball. Ah oh, shit. Yeah. Don't play old heads thinking that you're gonna run game on them. That's that's the lesson here. Man, all of everybody... you young bloods out there, it ain't happening. And can I, let me and another thing I want to put on this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there is a level of of respect that's needed for your old heads. You know what I'm saying? Certainly. Because, uh, like Kwame said, with the hip check and me with the you know what I mean the guy tried dunk on me. Like you have to have a, a level of deference and respect for these guys. I can recall another story. I was about 18, 19 years old, and one of the uh, rims at my park, excuse me, was a little bit low. Maybe about nine, nine and a half, nine and three quarters. And this is like, you know, I mean, junior year, maybe I just, you know, my first time dunking the basketball. Mm. And uh, I was at the park stunning, you know what I mean? Playing, we was playing these old heads, and I pinned this dude's shot against the uh, glass. Mm. T- talked hella shit. You know what I'm saying? Next time came down, I think the boy Dig made a shot. We come back on defense. You know, this guy puts up a shot, and I blocked the shit off the motherfucking court. It mm. rolls into the field. Mm. The guy goes, you know what I mean? You don't got to do all that, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just a block. Go get the ball. I said, like, nah, you get the ball. I blocked your shit. <laughs> Words exchange. You know what I mean? 
Next thing I know, motherfucker punched me in my motherfucking nose. <laughs> At this point, I had an epiphany. I realized I, I was not a grown ass man. <laughs> and judging by the amount of pain he administered with the administered with that motherfucking straight jab, it was not in my best interest, you know what I'm saying, to pursue, you know what I mean, much more than that. That was a changing point in my life. I never disrespected the old heads after that. And I realized my motherfucking lane. I felt that time, first time in my life that I, you know what? I'm 175 pounds. <laughs> I never I never felt, I never thought about that, never felt that in my life. They didn't check me one time with that straight right. I said, oh shit. I'm not even two bills. <laughs> Moreover, who went and got the ball? I got the ball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I got the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I would have got it, but it was my choice, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, I mean, it was my ball. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, you know. Oh, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> For the sake of the game, because you know what I'm saying, keep this shit going. I mean, it'd be rude not to, right? I think Lawrence had somebody to go after that. I was just trying to, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Funny. Yeah. Now now y'all know. Respect the old heads. Respect your elders. Don't Do don't it. try it. Do it. Um, on, on a more happier note for Boom, on this week's DEFCON Jive NFL team updates. Do it. We'll start with Boom's Cowboys as much as it pains me. So they have clinched a playoff berth. Uh, for the first time since 2013. Yeah. Um, at, by by in because the Redskins lost, so the Cowboys 11 and one in the playoffs. I think the first team to clinch a playoff berth. Yes, and if you win next week, we clinch home field advantage. Yeah. Uh, Kwame, your Packers six and six. Mm-hmm. Starting to make a little bit of noise. I don't. Uh, wild card maybe I don't know man but Matt Stafford get, balling like a fool right and and you don't have tiebreakers over a couple of those teams so we'll see I mean we got we got the we we, we beat Detroit oh so y'all yeah. straight yeah so we play them that's the last game of the season that's pretty much probably going to be the payoff the mm-hmm. division you know what I'm saying championship right there mm-hmm. um, LeBron James Bond his Saints 5-7 and seven. Scraps Chiefs 9-3 and three. Crazy game, and uh, my Eagles five and seven. I was in. I was on an airplane, so I, I didn't get a chance to see my team get demolished. It was bad. Yeah, I heard. I heard it was awful. So uh, that's your team update. Uh, Shout Nate, out to Remy's Browns, <laughs> who lost again this week, even though they were on a bye. Uh, <laughs> they'll be the first team to be zero and seventeen ever in the history of the NFL. Um, I don't think we're going to do the uh, NFL updates next year because not unless my Eagles get better because I, I can't I can't take talking about this shit. But you were so happy when you were three and zero. It was a long time. You ago. were you were so vibrant, full of life. Yeah, and then we went on a bye week, and yep. it went all downhill. Uh, boom. Do do your Cowboys make the Super Bowl? I don't know. And I, I re- okay, follow up question to that: 
is it disappointment in Dallas if they don't? I don't think it is. I think that we've it's been so long since we've been here, not even like eleven and one. That's you know ridiculous, but you know leading the division and, and playing some good ball. But to be honest with you, you know what I'm saying, our defense is sus. You know what I mean, very, like to, to the maximum. And and what's saving them is that we lead the league in time of possession. So, you know what I'm saying, we keep them off the field as long as possible. Um, but it's only so long, you know what I mean, you can pretend it's, it's only so long we can keep them behind the motherfucking cloak and shit. So there's going to come a time where we're going to have to actually need them. You know what I mean, last, uh, uh, last Thursday our offense looked, you know what I mean, pitiful. And all those three outs, three and outs made our defense play a lot. Thank God we played a fucking terrible offense. <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. I think, you know, we're good to make it in the playoffs. Thank God Atlanta lost uh, today. So I mm. think, depending on what Seattle looks like, uh, we, might be all right. we might be able to go deep into the playoffs, but I don't see us win the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, Seattle, Carolina playing right now, by the way. Trying to look for uh, NFL NFL standing, see where everybody stands right now as far as like division leaders on the NFC side. Yeah, I like mean, it's a it's Atlanta. It's uh, well, Atlanta. If uh, Atlanta's tied with um, with Tampa Bay, it's us. It's um, Detroit, and it's uh, the what's the joint? The uh, Cardinals. Well, let me. Here, here's the two. Uh, you guys can beat the Giants. Um, I don't, you know, like. Well, the, the Giants you, are eight and four, and they're not a good eight and four. No, and but, but I they're, think they're. I think they're coming together, man. I think their defense is going to be as they spend all their money on defense, and they got all these fucking offensive weapons, but they can't run the ball. But, yes. So I think like, the, and the other thing about them is because it's such a divisional rivalry or a, a divisional game. The Giants kind of like. There's something about the Giants. They always play better against the Cowboys. Um, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I'm just looking at the Cowboys' schedule. Uh, like right now, the Buccaneers and the Lions are like. Those aren't gimmies. Um, the Bucks are balling now. The Bucks are balling, um, and the Lions are the as well. Yeah. Um, but even, I mean, even if you did lose those, I think you'd beat the Giants, and I think you could eke one out against the Eagles. Um, yeah, that's the so that's that's the last game on New Year's is Eagles, uh, Cowboys, mm-hmm. and depending on what what's happened, we're going to see a game where the Eagles might try to lose the game to get a better draft uh, draft slot, but Dallas may be sitting a lot of their starters because at that point they will have had home field advantage. So, you know. At that point, you know, it'll be funny to see who wins that game. Like like it like if it matters or not. And I'm I'm looking at the the Seahawks schedule right now. Did y'all play each other this year? No. Okay, so then the tiebreaker would come down to your record against divisional opponents, which yeah. as long as you don't trip up, should be um should be you should have that tiebreaker because they're the only ones who I think could catch you because I don't think you're losing three games. You might even if you if the Seahawks won everything and you lost those two tough ones, you'd both be uh what is that thirteen and three, and mm-hmm. I think your conference record would be better than theirs, so you would still have the number one seed, and so they'd still have to come see you if they want out. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know, it's too tough to call for the wild cards. It's really um, too tough because everybody's eight and four. 
I mean, the right now the Giants look like they could they they'd get in as the wild card. Um, like it'd be like the Giants and like I don't know one of the NFC South teams. Yeah, I think because the because Tampa, Tampa Bay and uh and Atlanta are tied. I think it'd be one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the uh, who's who's the second place in the NFC West? Um, uh, the, Arizona. Arizona. At five and six. Who's in first place? Seattle. Seattle. Seven and three. Oh. Yeah. Shit then. Well, seven three yes. and one, and then Arizona is five six and one. Hilarious. I mean, I'd have to I'd have to look at everyone's schedule because right now there's only one game separating. You know, well, the Giants are eight and four. The Vikings are six and six. The Packers are six and six. The Atlanta and Tampa Bay are both seven and five. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's not like there's a bunch um, separating. I mean, I'm, looking, I'm looking at not from the the, sta- the standings perspective, but from the perspective of you know who would give us trouble uh, playing. Like you know, like I think Seattle will give us trouble with their defense um, and their ability to score on offense. Like, you know, uh, Minnesota is one of the best defenses in the league, which is why we couldn't – it was such a fucking close game on Thursday night. Yeah. Um, I think Atlanta was – it's going to be an interesting game because uh, – Atlanta's beatable. We'll, no, but I think we'll, like, uh, monopolize the uh, fucking time possession, but they have fucking quick strike ability with Julio Leo. and, and Devontae. So it's like, you know, we can hold the ball for fucking 30 minutes and they can score twice in fucking two minutes. So – I think uh, there's there's that, and I'm really I'm really am uh think that I've seen it too many times with the Giants, where they look bad in the in the beginning, and then when catch. the lights come on, the motherfuckers just you know what I mean, they turn into a whole different beast. Power it's up. tough. I mean they've they've got all the pieces except for the running game. So if they find a running game somewhere between now and the end of the season, that could be trouble. I really want to see you guys play Tampa Bay, you know, in two weeks from now. Because I think that would be an interesting possible playoff thing where they travel to see you for, you know, saying a divisional round. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, same same thing with the Lions. Like those are two potential playoff matchups right there. Right. Uh, and so and so it'd be good to see how that holds up because both of those teams, like Tampa Bay, has a really nasty defense that's coming along, uh, and then the Lions are just putting up points on everyone. Um, Matthew Stafford, because he's in a contract year, I think, is balling lights out right now. Yeah, I'm uh, they, him too. they they put up a stat that said uh Matthew Stafford, I think it says since oh Matthew Stafford last year <laughs> since last year is forty one. His touchdown to interception ratio in the red zone is forty one to zero. He has not thrown an interception in the red zone in in over a year. Like, Megatron helps. Matthew True. Matthew Stafford is not the reason the Lions were consistently bad. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't poor coaching decisions and poor personnel around him. Like, no running back ever. Exactly. Like, he should be, uh, you know, they should have been dominating, I think, our division for a while, uh, especially when they had Indomitian Sue. Like, I, I, there's no ex- there's no excuse for that. Mm-hmm. Nick Farley. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, in the, I mean, who knows? The, in the AFC, it's much more, actually, it's not. I'm saying, uh, what's it? Um, Denver. Um, so there's three teams in the AFC. I just well, lost. Well, yeah, well, Oakland, Oakland, and New yeah. England right now are both ten and two, and they look like they could be the front of the pack. But then again, in the AFC West, you've got Kansas City that's nine and three, and Denver that's eight and four. I know? think Kansas City. Um, uh, so th- 
I think I think Denver's not gonna make the playoffs. I think I think Kansas City is the scariest team with that defense, and then they have so many fucking weapons on offense. Spencer Ware, um, what's the boy uh, uh, Terrell? What's, uh, I can't remember the fuck his dude's name. The rookie and uh, you know, fucking Macklin. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If they can just you know what I mean play some defense and keep like like they won a game today off defense. They fucking won a game because they intercepted a two point conversion. That's because Eric Berry is a beast, and I've been saying that for years since he was at Tennessee, dog. So yeah, like uh, I I think it's their it's their joint. Um, I don't even I don't know about New England with the Gronk going down. I think that Out this might just year. be too much, much too much to like you know to uh. uh they'll be. I think they'll be they'll be fine. I don't know if they'll win the Super Bowl. I think they might lose in the AFC Championship or something like that. But I think Denver's done. You think Denver's done? Yeah. Um. I think what's interesting is that they're only seven and five right now. They don't even lead their division. Uh, Baltimore does, which is a big surprise. Uh, but Pittsburgh, like, if they just if their dudes would just get healthy and stop like committing or you know marijuana infractions like and make it to the playoffs i think they'd be super duper scary because you cannot hold antonio brown i don't care i think got ladarius green down he had a hundred and some yards and touchdown today uh they got sammy coates who's like you know what i'm saying pause like the the longest deep threat out there right now uh um, don't forget Le'Veon bell catches out the mm-hmm. backfield exactly you know what i mean i don't know is d'angelo williams out for the season I don't know. I'm no, gonna, it's not, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they don't need him right now. But, but like, so I, I think if they just get their defense together, which it has been for the last couple of weeks, they could be a really scary team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it it could be. I mean, unless you know, if Denver pulls it together, you could just have the two wild cards coming out of the AFC West. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. I think um, uh, Steelers are scary. Any team that. Has the ability to, to 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 quick score, is 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 going to be to the detriment of us. I don't think we're going to fight, uh, face another run defense like we faced in Minnesota. So, the only way I can see us losing is if fucking uh, team is, has that quick strike capability and we hold the ball along and he just keeps scoring. Mm-hmm. Point taken. We'll uh, keep an eye out on the playoffs. Somebody should have told me it would be like this, be like this, be like this. Somebody should have told me it would be like this. Yeah. Life is a balance. You lose your grip, you could slip into an abyss. No doubt. Moving on to actual topics. Uh, J. Cole dropped kind of a, a bombshell uh, this week where he, he released a song called uh, False Prophets. False Prophets. Thank you. I was blanking on it. And um, he, in his first verse, he checks Kanye West. He doesn't say him by name, but he definitely checks Kanye West. Second verse, debatable who he checks. I think he's checking Wale. It's not It's not debatable. If you listen to the response, you know, what Wale responds to that joint is, is talking about him. Okay. So, uh, boom, you wanted to speak on J. Cole versus Kanye in this sense. And I, I, a lot of people first, the first thing that came out was it's a diss it's not a diss he didn't diss him he didn't call him any names he, he needs ba- help he basically said 
I wish that he would have gotten some help and maybe I shouldn't have put it put my beliefs into a man. That's basically all he said. But um it's kind of like seeing your favorite dude fall from grace. Yep. And he's just speaking yep. on it. So yep. uh boom, what what were you wanting to say about this? I feel like uh you made a great point. I don't feel like it's a diss uh at all. I feel like um it's poignant and accurate. I think the same exact thing that he has said in this song, I have said and we have said many uh, permutations of. Um, the reason why I no longer mess with Kanye is for the exact same reason uh, J. Cole puts forth in his line. It's hard for this guy to look himself in the mirror. Um, he's trying to put on for the fans. He's, he's living a lie. Uh, he's surrounded by fake people, the women. The ch- like Everything that we've said uh, is in that verse. I, one of my uh, the first things I said about Kanye, uh, this is like the Yeezus flip out era, was mm-hmm. that when his mom passed, um, all he had was the squad, and the squad is consisted of motherfucking yes men and friends that they have a vested interest in seeing you succeed so that they can succeed, and they're not going to tell you no or because that's going to uh, impact their lives and how they can live their life, their livelihood. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening. That's that's what we said. And that's what, that's exactly the message that that, uh, that um, J Cole has has put into into, into verse. Um, I, I I think it's dope. Like he's saying, like like I said, not that it's a a, um, a diss, but it's a fucking social commentary. Yeah, everything that he said, you know what I mean, is going on is, is what actually happened. You know what I mean? Um, and to the second verse when he talks about you know Wale, the Wale and uh, J Cole kind of beef for dissonance has been well documented. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Wale has spoken a lot about it, saying maybe if he was a uh, light-skinned or, uh, you know, he would have gone for, further or because J. Cole was clean-cut. You know what I mean? And it's funny now because J. Cole has, you know, nappier dreads than Wale. Right. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Mm-hmm. And he's still getting more shine. Um, I think that it was, a, like, again, not a diss, but a commentary. And if you listen to, to the to the um, Wale response... He takes it as, you know, inspiration, as a push forward, as, yeah, you're right, man. Like, you know, you pat your man on your back. Like, come on, get it together. You know what I'm saying? We need you out here. Um, that's what it's about. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm re- really ecstatic that, you know, J. Cole offered this and uh, the real is back. The real is back. Yeah, and, and the the way that J. Cole checked Wale is the same exact reasons why I stopped messing with Wale. Because when he when he put out the first mixtape about nothing, he was hungry and it, right. he wasn't trying. He was he he just wanted to rap and he wanted to rap good. And then something changed when he got that label deal and that first album comes out and it's not good. And then he starts complaining over and over about people not messing with him. Exactly what J Cole said. And it was like, man, if you just like stayed on your jo, but then. Be, there, there were also reports about Wally's being a prima donna, and uh, but at the same time, he's complaining, like he's complaining about what he wants, but he's complaining Not about get it. right. He's complaining about the the uh, the path that he's got to take to get it, and he don't want to take that path. And it it was just a, a lot of stuff about Wally's personality just kind of turned me off from the music. It it was hard to separate those two for me. Um, but I, I appreciate J. Cole, like, 
he said what I felt about Wale all them years ago. And like you said, boom, he, he said about Kanye what we all were saying. And yeah, we took some of what Kanye said, uh, what Kanye does as like, you know, some of it's funny to us. But all, I think a lot of us, in, especially Scrap, was saying how it's like something's up with this dude, like something's going on. And keep in mind, people, J. Cole probably wrote this way before Kanye went into the hospital. Right. So, and, and we said this way before Kanye went in the hospital as well. Right. Right. Because I saw a bunch of people saying, "Oh, when uh, Drake goes at Kid Cudi for his mental health, it's bad." But J Cole goes after Kanye, and this like, nah, nah, son, this probably happened way before, way, way before. So, um, Kwame, did you have any thoughts on this too? Nah, I mean, I think it's positive for the game in general. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the fact that it could provoke conversation. And, you know, both outside of hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Like outside of the actual um, created, the creation of hip hop and in hip hop itself with the dialogue back and forth, whether it's through rap or through the media, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's, I think that's positive for the game as long as it doesn't spin out into anything ridiculous. Um, What with, uh, who is it? Yachty or whatever? Uh, Yeah, a little Yachty. You know, which is not even worth talking about. Alright, so he also released another song called uh, Someday Everybody's Gotta Die. Right, and I called it the fake over um, <laughs> because uh, he's he's literally just like, you know what I mean, I'm the best thing out and I'm killing all these things out, old things, new things, but he's not naming no names. So it's like he's, he's, he's claiming the throne without telling you who's decapitating or who's taking the, the crown from. And um... He says a line like "fuck all little whatever." Just another short bus rapper, fake drug dealers turned tour bus trappers. Napoleon complex, you this tall rappers get exposed standing next to six four rappers. The streets don't fuck with you, you pitchfork rappers chosen by the white man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, little little Yachty's response was, you know, I don't, know, I don't think he's talking about me. You know, what I mean, I'm tall. I'm a tall guy. <laughs> And then, then like the reporters, like, nah, come on, you know, you know, he's like, yeah, you probably talking about me or, or a little Uzi Vert, but you know, I don't fuck with J Cole. I listen to J Cole, and it's just like, so it's it's that young John, that young boy thing that you were saying a couple weeks ago, like, right, like, no, nah, th- I'm not going to come at him or whatever. He's just whack. I don't listen to him, so whatever. I saw there was a joint on uh, uh, uh two days ago on uh, NBA on on TNT. It was like Tracy McGrady and it was a uh, Chauncey Billups, and they were talking about. How important, you know, old heads are to are to the locker room. They're talking about D Wade specifically and mentoring and tutoring uh, Jimmy Butler as he tries to become a superstar. And um, Chauncey was telling a story about someone who tried to mentor him, and he was like, "Man, you're a really good player, um, but if you, you know, worked on your outside shot, you'd be unstoppable." And Chauncey's response was, "Man, I just dropped thirty on you. You can't stop me now." Mm. And then he said, you know, two seasons now, I couldn't, I, I really went through a funk. I couldn't score. I couldn't get nothing off. And that's when I really started, you know, developing my side shot. Had I, you know, listened to this guy and, you know, my career would have been a lot better a lot earlier and I probably would have, you know, made, maybe have won more championships. Mm. Same exact thing we're talking about here. You know, he makes a social commentary and Wale accepts it without malice. Like, yeah, you're right, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, if I do this, maybe I can make my career pop off the way yours seems to be. And Lil Yachty hears the same exact message, you know what I mean? Without mentioning names in both cases. Mm-hmm. And he takes it a totally different way. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
And uh, I, I, I just I just think that this youth movement is, is beginning to get ridiculous in the fact that I can even almost pardon, you know, little Yachty for, you know, saying this shit about Big. Because, you know, literally, you know what I mean, this probably he's probably, you know, died before, you know, little Yachty was born. You yeah. know what I mean? And so... But that uh, that still doesn't excuse him. I know. I mean, I I don't. I agree. But I, I'm just I, in in this in this young in this young thing. His mind is young in the world. That's not you know. That's not relevant to them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not something that is to be. You know what I mean? Uh, um, respected or held in high regard. Um, but now you have someone that's contemporary that like, while you were trying to become a rapper, this guy was on the radio, right? Like this guy's still making hits that make the club go off. He's literally your competition. Like you're on the radio with him. Right. You know what I mean? So how is it that you can say, I don't respect or listen to this guy when he's of your time period. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, if it's not me, I don't listen, I don't pay attention to it. It's like, there can be no growth, there can be no substantiation, there can be no uh, betterment because you're just in your own lane and it's not going to get no better. You know what I'm but saying? Who, like, but who cares? Because I'm making money, so who cares? Right? Because I mean, that's what it comes yeah. down to, right? Lil Yachty, is, his name is getting, out, is getting known. He's making money. He's doing his shows. What is he doing? Like three songs at a show? Probably. I don't know. I don't listen to Lil Yachty. I don't know how many hit songs he has. But, like, he's making money. He's got his fan base. He's got his YouTube following. He's got his Twitter following. So, if he's... That's the thing, man. That's the frustrating part because it's... It's it's almost like... It's almost like when the Iraq war popped off and America went in thinking that, oh, you know, they our technology is way better than theirs. We got these drones. We got we got these uh, fighters. We the, these uh, planes... We, we got the guns, we got the tanks, we got all this. Like, this Iraq war ain't going to be shit. But then they went in there and found out that they was doing this guerrilla warfare hiding among civilians, and you, you can't... They, they had these, I, these IEDs and, and, and all this other stuff, and you can't fight that asymmetric war. It's almost like that to where Lil Yachty is fighting this asymmetric war. Like, J. Cole is like, yo, you know, ain't, can't nobody mess with me, I'm the best. And instead of Lil Yachty saying, all right, you're not the best, I'm the best, and I'm going to show you, he's like, nah, I don't listen to him, whatever. And but you, you can't that fight point? that. There's never a point that's going to be like, you know what, There's, who is the voice that can say, you know what I mean, fuck Lil Yachty, I'm better than him? Or is there no party that can say that? There's nobody who can say that because Lil Yachty's just going to be like, I don't listen to him, no way. And his fans are going to be like, yeah, we'll listen to him either, so who cares? You know what I mean? So, 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 so like, I don't think that's true, though. Like, I, I feel like... I feel like the first instance, maybe the uh, little Yachty fans may not actively listen to uh, fucking Frank White, right? Mm-hmm. But I f- feel like, you know what I mean, some of them do listen to, you know what I'm saying, fucking uh, J. Cole, you know what I'm saying? And maybe if it's someone that's more in line, maybe it's a fucking Future, somebody, if Future says something about him, like, I think his fans would get to the point where they'd have to choose, like, you know what I mean? Like, who is that voice that, who's in the same fucking iPod as Little Yachty. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a really good question. I don't know. But I, I feel like there's really... It it sucks because it feels like there's no way to win that war, is, is my point. Um, Damn, I forgot what my next point was going to be. I mean, it's, it basically boils down to a motherfucking kid 
putting both fingers in their ears and going la 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 I don't want to hear I remember what my point was it was going to be um remember when Kendrick dropped that verse on control and basically he he didn't diss everybody he said you know these are my peers but I'm trying to murder all y'all on the track and at that point those dudes because they're like the edge of what we know as competition they heeded that call except for Drake but they heeded that call of like, nah, matter of fact, I'm going to hop on that beat and I'm going to murder you. But it wasn't like we didn't, t- nobody took it as like personal. So it's almost like J. Cole's doing the same thing. But again, Lil Yachty's fighting the asymmetric war where he's like, and yeah, whatever. You hating, I don't care. Well, if, if you're a rapper coming at me with rap type shit, and I don't think I'm a rapper, I'm a rock star. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. I think, I think that was a fucking uh, shit with the, uh, the Ja Rule shit Like you know what I mean Like he mm-hmm. was just like At one point he was like I'm I'm a beyond the beef I'm a fucking rock star I think he said that shit to Flex mm. Same <laughs> shit Well We saw how that Ended up Jeffrey Atkins mm. Alright um, Federal informant Jeffrey Atkins 